Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville. Hello, Weirdsville. It is time once again for your favorite weekly podcast of the weird, the unusual, the mysterious, the unknown, the epic, the adventurous, the hilarious, the bizarre, the left of center, all of those descriptive words and more podcast. What's your weird story? Today is uh, a special day because not only am I joined by myself, who I'm always here with, Adam Beebe, also is my co-host, Barry Johnston. Yo, Hello, Barry. Hey, how you doing? How are things? Everything uh, Everything looking good? Feeling good? Yeah, man. I am hunky-dory. Emphasis on the hunky. Rawr. Joining us as well today... Barry is our special correspondent, resident Bigfoot expert, and voice of the listener, Mr. Jeff Hubbard. Hello, Jeff. Hello, boys. How's it going? Going good. Going good, really good. Good, my friend. Good. Good, good to have yeah. you here. Yeah, man, it's good to be here. It's been uh, it's been a little while. Yeah. I think yeah. maybe since February since I've been on. So oh, wow. yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be back. Great. Yeah. Good to have you. Hey, and you know what, fellas? Uh, We also have with us today our special correspondent and uh, resident media expert, Bobby. Hello, Hello. Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Hi. Hey, Bobby. Yeah, you missed you too. How are things? Things are great. Good. Good. Awesome. It's great. uh, Yeah, it's great to have you. Yes, it is. It's been a while for Bobby too, and it's uh, you know Bobby's making the less uh, the rest of this Skype uh, call individual windows look a lot better. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> she's she's evening out that tipping yes. uh, boat feeling. That's right. I'm pretty good at being square. <laughs> All right. Well, we are here today. Uh, all of us in the same boat, uh, as, as as it were, to celebrate with you, Weirdsville, our friends and listeners out there, four years. Of four years. Four years. Wow. That's our fourth anniversary. We've been doing this for weekly for four years, man. That's crazy. And, man. <laughs> that, feels, that feels weird. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's strange because, you know, uh, I, I look back on it, it, it doesn't seem that much of a time has passed, but yet there are over, you know, 210 plus episodes and so many stories, amazing stories from amazing guests. And they, at some point, they kind of run together, but then I look at them all separate and it's just like, wow. Yeah. Lots of hours there yeah. of conversation. And uh, 
and friendships being made. I think I think that's the coolest thing is we've had a lot of people on that. Like after our conversations, it feels like we've gained a friend. You know, absolutely, really, yeah. really cool. It's been. Um, I don't know what I was expecting, but um, it definitely surpassed anything that I could have ever thought that we were. I, I didn't think we'd last it this long. That's for sure. Yeah, you know? yeah, I. I, I'm right there with me. I had no clue. I don't. When we jumped into this, we just had an idea that we wanted to do something, and that, that we thought we could make something. And you know, we've been doing it ever since. And we fortunately have had tons of great guests and friends, and uh, our special correspondents to help us out. It's been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Acting on yeah. ideas is the hardest part. Yeah. Right. Yep. And yeah. this, I was I was saying before uh, we started recording that this kind of feels like a uh, it kind of feels like a like we're a high school project. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm here with all my friends right. and we're all we're working on this and we're going to talk about all this cool stuff that we like. Yeah. And uh, and record it and then uh, once we get it all recorded and everything. Uh, we'll give uh, Bobby a copy on tape so that she can go bury it in the <laughs> desert somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. It is kind of like that. It's weird. Like we, you know, we started out with this idea and then we we decided, well, how about we ask Hub if we can maybe get him to come on because we knew he was so into Bigfoot and, and um mm-hmm. What did you think of whenever we came at you and said, hey, man, you want to come on? And uh, what did you think? Did you think? Man, <clears throat> well, you know, I'd, I'd been on with my Ouija board story before. But uh, when you guys approached me with the with the Bigfoot uh, idea, you know, of course, I was I was all on board, you know. And uh, I had a great time joining you guys for whenever I can, especially for the Bigfoot story. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it has been a hell of a ride, you know. I mean, uh, for you guys, uh, four years, you know, uh, I hadn't, I didn't realize, I was thinking maybe like two, really, to right, tell you the right. truth. But yeah. uh, I got a notification the other day that my uh, iCloud storage was filling up. And uh, so I'm like, what can I, what can I delete? You know, I'm like looking through pictures and things like that on the phone. But, in the end, uh, yesterday, I was kind of looking around at my saved files on my podcast app, and I think that, you know, I definitely subscribed to the What's Your Weird Story, so I had every episode. That's great. And I, I don't think they really take up that much space. Oh, yeah, yeah, But when yeah, I yeah. finally got to the bottom, I was deleting them. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah. I can access those whenever yeah. I want. So I deleted back, and I saw 2018 is when when you guys started and, and I was like four years. That's amazing. It's amazing. When did we go to, to hunt for Bigfoot? When was that? What, what year was the festival? <sighs> that was, I think that, that was, was in 2018. That was 2018. Oh, yeah. Wow, okay. I think I want to say it was uh, October in 2018. It was, it was okay. the first weekend in October. 2018. Wait, you guys went on a real hunt for Bigfoot. I mean, well. yeah, you know. <laughs> we, uh, there's an annual Bigfoot festival in southeast Oklahoma, and uh, we all went. We went down for it. Uh, it was kind of, you know, it was it was interesting. We we did. We there were we met a couple really interesting for sure. folks. Oh yeah, yeah. man. Uh, and we we've got some 
some stories to tell. We actually did a bunch of raw recording from that. That would be interesting if you guys still have that. Some, I, we do have that. Yes, yes. I would love to hear that. That's so cool. Yeah. That's well, like a Renaissance fair, but cooler. Like, yeah. much cooler, it sounds like. It, it was. Yeah, so... And then one one I don't know if it was the first night or the second night, but uh, we decided that we were going to go um, out into the woods and do a, uh, a do a recording of a, of a hunt for for Bigfoot, and uh, we did kind of Blair Witch style to where that we acted like you know we heard stuff and we we're scared and we're running and all of that stuff. And we're going to put that up as a, uh, an April fool's kind of a thing, <laughs> but uh, we just we, never reg- got around. Re- yeah. To regardless, <laughs> regardless, we had fun. It was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And we well, did make well. some, we did, we definitely met some characters. That's for sure. That was, um, that was a cool thing. And we, we were able to sit in on some talks and stuff, which was really cool. Yep. And we really ran cool. into a, an old classmate, um, there, yep. um, Becky Whitebird and Becky came on the show early, early yeah. on, and she shared a story, re- some really cool stories, but, uh, about, uh, Concho, uh, the, uh, uh, bingo hall and casino, uh, there in just outside of, uh, Arena, Oklahoma. And there was a famous or infamous Bigfoot sighting that was recorded on video. Right there that uh, we've talked about with a few people on the show yeah that the the videos disappeared air quotes um but yeah is she she confirmed it as well as other people had so right yeah Yeah. Yeah. and this on a reservation yeah 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 crazy and then at some point when did bobby come into the picture about a couple years ago right yeah, Bobby came in. I want to say, was it nineteen or was it in twenty that you came on, Bobby? Do you remember what year it was? I think it was maybe the end of twenty. No, it was in the summer. Okay. I, it had to have been because I was on the balcony, so probably twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Bobby came in because uh, I knew she had some stories that she could share, and uh, she came on. She shared her stories, and then she came back. And uh, she just was such a she was doing she was asking to do stuff, you know, help out. And so, well, well, we're just going to make Bobby part of the team. Yeah. And so she was helping out and she was doing some Reddit resource digging for us and finding people, finding guests and uh, just been, you know, just part of the show. And we just, you know, um, we're always looking for more people to be part of the, the crew um, you know, to bring people to the show and uh, have be part of this. I don't know. Yeah. Community. Yes. Yes, That's absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, no, it's been, it's been wonderful to, uh, to be part of this thing. It's been great. So yeah. Thank you both for contributing mm-hmm. and um, being here when we, you know, we were like, please, please come on. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we know, we know how it is. It get, you get busy and life is tough. And, uh, but we appreciate you guys taking time out to, uh, just like all of our guests that we've had on, we appreciate them yep. taking time out to come on and, and share their stories. It's always fun. You never had to beg. You said, you said, please. <laughs> you, you feel know. like that. I think, we, you, I think I feel like that, or maybe, you know, I don't know. You just, you feel weird like that, you know, sometimes, but, <laughs> 
Uh, that's cool. I appreciate that. I, I think we both are like, uh, we're both super, you know, privileged to have friends that are willing to get in there and hang out with us and talk, you know. And who are open uh, with their with with the weirdness, the weirdness, and accepting yeah. of the high strangeness of the things that we're into, as well. And how you know, I mean, these things have come and aligned, and we're able to you know talk to each other, discuss things, and have different points of view, and bounce different ideas off of each other, and be able to you know have a great conversation with amongst ourselves but also with our many guests yeah yeah definitely i've probably learned more about friends that we've had on than i would have in any other context because it's Mm -hmm. like i mean sometimes you get into those weird conversations but oftentimes those conversations just don't come up for whatever reason you know and this gives you an avenue to sort of okay we're just going to talk about weird shit so you know it's kind of cool. Yeah, you, you you really only get those types of conversations, you know, after you're like ten beers in. That's what I was gonna one say. Night, it's yeah. it's one thirty in the morning, and, yeah. and and somebody feels like sharing, you know. Definitely. <laughs> so it is. It's it is. It's it's a great format, and uh, you know, I, it it was a great idea to do something like this that, you know. Like you say, you know, just about everybody has a weird story of some type. Yeah. And so that really opens up the amount of, uh, you know, people you can have on the show. Yeah, definitely. And that kind of changed mm. over time organically. I mean, but also at the same time, it didn't really deviate from what we were trying to do. It just, we just made it a more a wider option, I guess. Cause even I think what we found out early was that some people's lived experience is totally normal to them mm. is way, way weird to other people, you know? And so that's, that's kind of where we started to redefine what weird mm-hmm. is. Cause you can't, you can't just say weird. Cause so one person's weird is another person's normal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there's so much crossover too. Like, a lot of people think that something that's happening to them is totally normal. Yeah. Like, and not related to anything in the high strangeness realm. Right. (laughs) You listen to it and you're like, no, I don't know, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Yeah, we've had so many people come on who, um, we like you say, they lived in a, a haunted house. You know, they grew up in one. Or, or they've had some kind of connection to... Uh, you know, uh, like they have ESP or they have some kind of connection to the outside beyond the veil. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, they have these abilities that they think everybody can see, you know, the, see ghosts or spirits or they everybody can hear these things when clearly, you know, they're in the minority and the rest of us are like, what? And, uh, you know, highlighted by my particular ghost blindness but uh it's 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 wild because we as we do say the weird things in life are normal for the people who experience them because generally they you know unless you're very aware of the weirdness of the moment 
you know, and that you're being conscious of how, at, in the moment of how weird it was, something may not be uh, as weird as, or something. Do you, I don't know. It's 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 your normal. I guess I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I I lost myself in my own trying to find my path back uh, in my in, in in the words there, which you know happens here a lot, and I think that's one of my trademarks is to just. Uh, wander off and then forget also i'm getting older um that has so something that has, <laughs> you're you're finally admitting that you're not 27 anymore no i'm 28 oh, okay. and, you know all right, right? so all right. getting older <laughs> quote 28 of course <laughs> if you say 28 with like a half grin like that and yeah. a wink it's true yeah yeah for yeah, sure exactly it's like it's like it's like it's like drinking with your pinky out you know, there's something about that that's just yeah. very official. That's class, yes, right. that's class. Yeah. So. <laughs> I do everything pinkies out. Right. Um, <laughs> that's going to conjure up some strange images in all of your heads. So now it has. Yeah, thank you. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, we're here today not to just uh, talk amongst ourselves and uh, reminisce about the show we're here to talk about the show and some of our guests and some of our favorite stories and favorite moments that have happened over these past four years and um you know discuss amongst ourselves and you at home can uh discuss too we won't hear you unfortunately um but you you know you can email us or call the hotline and leave a message or contribute uh, in any other manner of to the conversation uh, through our social media um, we'd love to hear from you as always but today it's just the gang here and we're going to talk about some of our favorite stories and uh, we'll even uh, play a little clip uh, as well so um, anybody who anybody want to volunteer and go first give me a second uh, I'm, go I'm going back in time go ahead Hub. all right well, I, I can uh kind of i could go first i guess uh <clears throat> we kind of have already uh brought up one of you know this is kind of a twofer uh i'd say uh becky's uh mm. concho bigfoot story uh and also shan yoder's uh you know kingfisher bigfoot story yeah. uh those you know to me uh are a couple of my favorite stories that that we've heard first of all you know because they're they're local and mm -hmm. you know as much time as we spent in kingfisher and and uh you know there's a bigfoot or two you know lurking about on uncle john's creek or kingfisher creek uh and then you know i had heard about the the concho video uh probably i'll bet it's close to 20 years ago that i first heard that that story oh yeah and uh you know that was that was from one individual and then when we were at the bigfoot festival there it was confirmed again by by another guy mm -hmm. yeah. uh that yeah. was from el reno that we met and then uh with becky coming on and 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 telling us the story yeah uh, do you remember confirmed it? Do you remember the guy that we talked to at the Bigfoot Festival that we're sitting there down? We're sitting with him at the table, 
Right. And he's telling us his Bigfoot story and his hair just starts standing up. Yeah. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. I, I wish. I totally remember that. God, I wish we would have freaking recorded that. That's. Yeah. You know, I wish we would have recorded that because that was really. Yeah. And I think that was the thing about that whole thing, that experience with people down there was like that people were willing to share these weird, you know, stories that you could just strike up a conversation with a stranger and they would tell you some weird story that they had about Bigfoot, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which I, 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 I don't know how much I really considered that. Um, you know, before we started this podcast, I, I mean, I, I think I felt like Bigfoot is definitely a subject that's interesting, but it's been a subject that has really piqued my interest over these interviews that we've done with people, you know, and having you on and your interest in it's pretty, pretty cool. Cause there's, there's, there's quite a bit to it. Yeah, there really is, you know, and, and, uh, everybody's, you know, different theories on, mm-hmm. on Bigfoot. And, you know, I mean, we heard a couple different ones while we were, uh, down at the festival, uh, that, that guy with the, uh, with the goosebumps, yeah. you know, his was, uh, an interdimensional being. Yeah. And then, and then the guy that was selling the, uh, the Bigfoot silhouettes, you know, uh, yep. yard, yard art. Yes. Yep. Uh, you know, he didn't really express his theory, but to me, it sounded like he had to believe in the flesh and bone theory Yeah. because, you know, I mean, he told us a story like I'd never heard before, uh, with a mentally challenged Bigfoot, yeah. he heard, you know, calling for its, for its mother in the woods. So I don't know. Interesting. Very. You know, And I'm looking, and to the right of me, where all those mounds of cement are in that Pioneer building, I'm kind of stopped because I'm walking in, and I'm kind of stopped like this, and the fence line is in front of me. It's a five-length fence line. It's stretching in front of me, and it's open area, and at the very top is the top of the embankment, 30 feet above me, 40 yards away, 45 yards away. I could see my buddy standing under this nightlight, under this streetlight. And the top bob wire says, bing. And I said, oh, this is, it's not my imagination. I've been down here for 40 minutes investigating this frozen grass. The bob wire just done, the fifth wire on the top. Not no bottom wire. Yeah. The fifth wire on the top. And right now I'm thinking about that. That's not no varmint. That's not, <laughs> maybe at best it's a deer, but I would have heard that deer scuffling through everything. Yeah. What's going to end that boggy creek? You hear that they say that thing took two hogs under both arms and jumped this fence, leaped, leapt it. Yeah. They say that. Well, I'm thinking that. And I sit there. And I hear this, I hear this, and I hear this epiglottal sound from his epiglottis. He's glottaling from his epiglottis, okay? It sounds like this. 
Now, imagine that coming from a horse's throat. All right, that's yeah. how deep. Wow, and it traveled. That's how deep it was. Uh, now, you've heard all these stories about wood knocking. Yeah, yeah. They, they call make... it wood knocking, right? Right, mm-hmm. right in and there. I said, no, this is not wood knocking. You know what this is? This is them communicating uh, through the, with their throats and they're glottaling their epiglottises. Yeah. It's Whoa. not wood knocking. So I'm sitting in there and I look to my right and I'm kind of frozen from this wood, fifth line top barbed wire fence ringing on me. And I look to my right and I'm looking and I see something kind of tall about seven, eight feet tall and it's gray hair and I realized this is the silverback female clean like she took a bath she has no hair on her stomach she has no hair like on her middle of her chest to her stomach and her hair is clean and long on her shoulders and arms and she stopped and those footprints those narrow footprints to the narrow heel I seen this was the female, and look, she's clean, and she's mimicked me. She stopped, and she's in my position, and she's looking at me like I'm looking at her, what? like in a mid-stride stance, and so we're both like, looking at. So she's like, she's copying you. She's completely like in but the same. Stands and standing still, and they oh have communicated, God. and the, whatever's in front of me has communicated. Well, I look to my left. I look to my left, Adam. Nobody talks about toenails yeah. or claws, and nobody talks about this. And this is questionable. What makes me think it could be could be an a, a supernatural being, mm-hmm. because they a lot of times people I've never I've only seen it once, but they say lights or UFOs were seen around yeah. when they see this. Who knows? There could be there could be portals. You know, they could be falling through some time space. Mm-hmm. But they're traveling the creek bed. No, I don't know. So anyways, check this. So I'm looking down at that fence line where I seen those large twelve to fifteen foot strides with a sixteen inch foot that was the same width from head to toe. From head to t- from toe to heel, and I see this dark shadow, a really dark shadow that is about 10, 11 foot tall, towering, three and a half, four, three and a half, four foot wide, something. And I'm far away; I'm sixty yards away. But what I notice are these white, two white glowing lights, where his head should be. Little, just these little dim lights, and it, it's, it's his eyeballs. And it was like he shook his head, and his bangs fell over his eyes, and I couldn't see him no more. I was just wondering, what is it about Bigfoot that is so much more intriguing to you than a lot of the other? Because for me, Bigfoot has always kind of fell back. I've mm-hmm. never really gotten as into it as I right. have in yeah. the other ones. 
um, I don't dismiss it, but I've just never felt the same. I feel like you guys have a different understanding of it. And I'm really, really curious because I want to <laughs> dive in there. We had a gentleman on from South, uh, South Oklahoma, Southern Oklahoma. I want to say it was last year. And yep. he was really interesting, man. He had these like... His stories about his Bigfoot encounters were pretty visceral, and mm-hmm. um, he 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 started talking about and 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 also you know these kind of talks coupled with the fact that like a Bigfoot creature has existed in in our planetary uh, life here on Earth, um, so. And when you start looking, I think that that trip down south also what it showed me was how vast some of these places are that they think that these Bigfoots reside in. You can't really quantify that in the sense of like you think that the world itself is so like there's so many people, there's so much population that there's no way that these things could exist without us knowing where they are exactly. But then you start actually looking at these areas that they're they're being found in, or and you're just like, wow, I could see that. I could see how these densely like these dense forest areas could possibly be the home of, of these places, and we never see them. We also had a gentleman on, and I'm so sorry, but his name is, is escaping me. The guy that had the mapping, he's the Bigfoot mapping guy, Adam, uh, a couple of months ago. Um, he used to live here in. Uh, uh, well, first you were. Yeah, first the the guy you were talking about first was from episode one sixty one, uh, Willie Booker. Yeah, and his name was uh, Steve Sparks. Steve Sparks. Yep. 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 And the the Bigfoot Mapping Project. Right. Scott Tompkins. Scott Tompkins. That's right. Yeah. Scott Tompkins. He's. Um. He has really done some. How, did you get a chance to listen to that episode by chance? Man, that was you know, I I, I don't think I have listened to that one. You would but. love it because he talks about kind of like in hunting terms mm. these these migration corridors that animals. He's he's mapped this all out, and you can you can look at it. And a lot of the sightings that come in come at these 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 migration points where you know many species sort of come and congregate. So it's it's interesting. If I tried to break it down and tried to tell exactly what it is about it, I would just screw it up. That but what fascinates me about it is it you know, Gigantopithecus was a thing, was a creature, and I just think it might be possible. I, I'm not saying it's, yeah. I think like everything else, I'm not saying it's absolute, but I think it's an interesting thought. And uh, we've had some compelling stories, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah it's but- nice to think of the world being a lot bigger than it is, too. Then we, I think we, we sort of, we do get stuck on, um, on the world being very small and very, very populated, but you're right. There are tons of areas that don't, they just don't, there's no people, you know? Yeah. Even in, in heavily populated areas too. Right. Mm -hmm. There's like sections of it that. Right. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 
those uh, the Bigfoot mapping projects. Those there were two episodes on that, uh, one ninety eight and one ninety nine, okay. and they were both um, they were great because one ninety eight was more of a, his stories and experiences with that he's seen with Bigfoot and, and tracking Bigfoot, and then one ninety nine is the technical side of his app and what how he accumulates all the information, and it's really fascinating. Um, and he, he and of course we loved we love Scott because he had eaten at El Charo, the greatest restaurant in the world, as yeah, everybody man. knows. What a small world, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, so uh, did he have El- a good experience? Did he have a good experience there? At well, El Charo? Of, cool, of yeah. course. Yeah, he did, li- did he remember what he had? Yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't the wasn't the number eleven, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and he lived not too far from me, Hub. He lived in Enid at one time. Oh, that's cool. That's and so he, cool. yeah, he lived like literally down the road from me. So it was like we started talking again. So this this kind of harkens back to like the ex- <laughs> the experience that we have on this show. It isn't just what people hear. There are conversations that happen before the show starts where. We, we, we like to get a gauge for people and just kind of like to just like shoot the shit a little bit. And while we were talking to him, we quickly realized that like, you know, he used to live here. We had a, he lived on the East coast where, and I was kind of familiar with where he lived there and um, just the weird, you know, coincidental things that are like, Oh wow, that's, that's cool. This is going to be fun. And we, and we had a great time. So, and we always have a good time, but a cool episode. I think I my I've always liked the idea of Bigfoot as a you know it's just as a the flesh and blood version where he's it's his he's a thing or it is a creature and that there is a high degree of possibility that these things exist and that they do have uh, a level of intelligence um, and they do you know they could they can get they can hide from us, you know, that they're able to do stuff because we see new species popping up all the time. We discover new species of animals from insects to, you know, large mammals. Um, And if it's smart, you know, it's got places where it goes and it hides and it does things with the body. It probably has some kind of a burial type thing, you know, I would imagine, or some kind of practice um, so that, you know, it doesn't get discovered, uh, you know, and like I see I live in Cincinnati, which is a you know, it's a city. It's a metropolitan city. you got a downtown. It's big, sprawling areas. But I see deer inside the city all the time. These are wild animals that right. are living and not just like, you know, you, sure, you expect to see maybe a raccoon or a possum in a bigger city going through the trash and everything. But. To see deer, a big animal like a deer, um, is like crazy. Like I saw one a couple, you know, about a month ago that probably had like, I don't know, twelve points or something. And it's the first time I've seen one with big antlers like that. Yeah, and it was just crazy, you know. So yeah, it's totally possible for a large hominoid type creature with some kind of level of intelligence to know to to evade the loud obnoxious creatures like that are us that are human beings that homo sapiens um you know it's totally it's totally feasible in my mind that it could and does exist i yeah. didn't even know there was a non-flesh and blood theory for 
Bigfoot. I had no idea. Yeah. You want to handle yeah. that, Mr. Hubbard? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think there's three main theories. You have, uh, you know, an extraterrestrial mm-hmm. theory. I guess there are. Which I did not uh, know. I did not know that <clears throat> until we went to that Bigfoot festival. Yeah. And and then you've got your flesh and bone theory. And then you have, uh, you know, an interdimensional, uh, you know, kind of a. Uh, Comes in and know, out of time. Yeah, he can travel in between dimensions. And, uh, you huh. know, so that's really kind of a, the non-flesh and bone. Mm-hmm. That would explain why we don't see them that often if they are traveling so the the um et one is that does that kind of speak to why they're hairy looking human things because that maybe they come from another place where it's colder and they need hair i mean potentially potentially i would think that you know it's it's quite possible um, but the extra extraterrestrial, the non-Earth versions I've heard are um, some people think they're you know kind of like they could be some kind of a scout creature, or that they're uh, they're pets and they're just being let out for a walk. You know, <laughs> I mean, and literally, you know, that you know, you, like Earth is the uh, is the Sasquatch. Uh, dog park, you right, know. Right. Um, they take them out here. Let us let them run around. Take a dump, you know. Scoop up the scat, you know, and That's then go. Wonderful. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. And <laughs> you know, and, and so again, there are coincidences. There are uh, reported incidences where there's UFO activity in the same areas that there's a lo- that there's a lot of Sasquatch. Activity, so yeah. who knows? Right. Which again, I did not know that until Bigfoot Festival, and we saw that T-shirt of the the uh, craft, and then the Bigfoot. And I was like, "What the fuck does that have to do with Bigfoot?" <laughs> and then you guys are like, "No, dude, this is the thing." And I'm like, "Oh shit, okay, <laughs> that's interesting." Because again, if you talk about the UFO thing, like if if we think that okay ufo's could be humanoids or something from the future that live on this planet that are coming through and and somehow coming to this dimension why not bigfoot also <laughs> you know what i'm saying why why not right. i mean it could be it could be anything so it's it's uh, crazy crazy man i would love to see a map of all of the ufo sightings next to all of the bigfoot ex- sightings that's exactly what i asked uh scott Yep. Is and he said he's trying to work on that. He's trying to figure out how to do that because if you go look at this map, uh, because you think in your mind a map. What the fuck is a map? How can that? But the way that he's done it, uh, it really starts to get the imagination going as far as what could be possible. Yeah. Like how so, how to map these things out. Go check out the Bigfoot Mapping Project, um, either the website and the app. Um, and you know, your phone app. So it's, which is, they're really cool. And, um, it's like, I think he said, so like $3, I want to say he said it was yeah, like $3 so. yeah, for the app. Yeah. But I mean, you know, that just helps him continue to be able to maintain the app and, you know, and, yeah. and keep it updated and resources that he goes into. But I think it's just a one-time thing. But I mean, 
you know, three bucks for a map of, of, of Bigfoot being able to access some of those stories and the reports that are, you know, there exclusive to his. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. What if they are aliens mm-hmm. and they're just putting on furry zip up suits because our planet is cold and they're going <laughs> for walks? Could be. Yeah. It's a good yeah. thought. Yeah, I mean, it, that could potentially uh, describe why there the, the 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 variance in the you know the descriptions of how the different encounters where people see Bigfoot, where how he acts differently, where some you know thing moves fast, he can you know uh-huh. truck it like Usain Bolt, or you know, or why uh, so many people are like, no, that's just a man in a suit because it literally yeah. is a suit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and sometimes, sometimes, as uh, as Jeff knows, it is just a man in a suit. That is very uh, true. Yeah, true. Jeff's Jeff, like was, your brother in a suit. Yeah. <laughs> For those who don't remember, Jeff's uh, Jeff got it. Jeff's trail cam. Uh, story, which was one of my favorites. Um, do you want to share that real quick? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, you know, I'm a I'm an avid deer hunter. Although you know, I haven't shot a deer in probably at least 15 years because I think I'd rather just watch them. I go every year and I just watch. But I put a trail cam out and I hadn't checked it for a while. I hadn't been home in a while, and uh, so I went out. I came home to watch Super Bowl, and I went out, uh, got the SD card out of the camera, brought it back in. I'm going through, you know, and there's this one picture of, like, you know, it's like a shoulder. You can see a shoulder and fingers, (laughs) and, like, it's dragging a branch. And, you know, (laughs) it didn't really look that real, you know. Uh, but my first thought was, uh, you know, they, they do a lot of, there's a lot of seismic during that time. They were doing a lot of seismic related stuff for oil and gas, you know, to see these formations. And so we had had some people on the property and, and, and I just kind of thought, well, maybe, you know, one of these guys, when they have a Bigfoot suit and their work truck, and when they come across a camera, they're out doing this stuff, they they, you know, want to fuck with somebody. Right. And uh, so, you know, I got all excited about it, you know, and uh, I started saying, you know, I was going to send this into the local paper. And, uh, you know, the family, you know, they all knew that my brother had dressed up in a Bigfoot suit and had, you know, made this picture happen. And so when I started bringing up that I was going to, talk to the local paper about it my mom was like you guys need to tell him (laughs) before he does this and so they came clean and uh it was a pretty good story i still got the picture yeah so it was your brother that was in the suit yeah it was my brother so funny (laughs) so funny it's i think it's also hilarious that the first thing that you think of is somebody else is doing mischief 
you know, that, uh, that's, that's, the, that's what I, cause you, I think in your mind, you're like, well, that's what I would do. So. Yeah. I was going to say, as if everyone has the mind of hub, you know, it's hilarious. Some guys out there, he's got this fucking big suit, uh, massive fucking suit that he, he's just like, uh, he's got in the back of his truck, just waiting for the time he sees the, the one trail camera, you know? Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what's without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-R dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors hey weirdsville we have decided to go ahead and turn this into a two-part episode Uh, we appreciate you coming in and hanging out with us and please come back next week and join us for part two of our fourth year anniversary. Also, go please check out our social media content. Uh, you can hit us up at whatsyourweirdstory.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until then, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.